And hello, welcome back to another episode of I Love That Ad. I'm Shane Brennan, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Aaron Chalk. Um, and if you're watching episode three, you know why we're here to talk about ads that we love and just stuff that we want to discuss around them. So this week, the topic is going to be social media ads. So myself and Aaron have both got a social media ad or campaign that we've kind of found ourselves that we think is worth talking about. Um, we're going to show it to each other kind of for the first time on the podcast. So Aaron, in general. What do you think of the old social media? <laughs> the old we got to do social. Uh, no, it's 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 a it's it's funny when the word uh, social comes into meetings, or at least when it used to a couple of years ago. It was kind of a, a look around the the rooms and is it just a paid ad or do you want to do something like an activation? So it was, social was kind of it's almost like a Pandora's box that it could be one of a million things that that could be as part of the campaign. And I suppose when when we started researcher for this 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 uh, episode there's a couple of campaigns that kind of stood with me over the years and, and one of them is is what i'm going to show later on but it it was kind of once you once you start looking at it you can just go down a rabbit hole of a million different directions um because it, it just that word social it just covers every campaign almost that's out there at the minute even traditional campaigns yeah definitely i i remember being in those meetings what is it like seven years ago now where when social was mentioned uh, they'd always look at the youngest person in the room <laughs> and i'd be like that, that person must know about this you're hip you're oh, happening yeah you've got a tiktok have you you do the social because there's a grand total budget of 500 euro a month yeah <laughs> yeah but the media spend is three million no no 500 euro but there was also that that kind of gray area where people didn't know um where social set did it the brand have to look after it is this the pr agency's job oh no there's creative being used it has to be the creative agency and then the media spend is going through the media agency so there's this kind of not tug of war essentially but a bit of kind of finding your way in terms of and different each brand kind of treats it differently some were way ahead of the others in terms of managing their own ones and they're they're killing it while others were didn't even know how to log into an account that was already set up yeah definitely oh, no, I know th- I think there was 100% a tug of war and it was just because it was unclaimed space yeah. um, and it, it was funny it was a really small tug of war because there was no budget in it <laughs> so like it was kind of like it depends on which account you were on like one creative agency mightn't care about it and be like no no media can do that we don't want to do it we want to make our TV ad or whatever Yeah. or you could be dealing with more of um, like digitally led creative agency and they'd be like no no we want to make control the content and make sure it gets seeded out correctly. But then it was like when you were in a media agency, no, this is spend. So therefore it has to be media. So yeah, it was interesting. But I think I'd say if I was to guess the say the stuff that we're gonna look at today were kinda social strategies that really had their shit together. Yeah. In a yeah. sense. Like and, and we're talking about back in kind of the, the Wild West equivalent of social media days back in like twenty ten to, to, to coming up to twenty thirteen, you know what I mean? Um, is when there was more of that tug of war. But I think social has definitely got its respect now, apart from obviously all the stuff going on with fake news and and Twitter. Yeah. Like it's a, like like the, whole, a, the whole social world is murky now at the minute, but in terms of campaigns and executions from a brand and, and advertising point of view, they definitely it's matured yeah. so much more. In the last two, three years it's it's really kind of come of its own age and it's leading a lot of the lot of the charge. And that opens up a whole can of worms in terms of 
money going out of indigenous publishers into the likes of Facebook and Google and all that. And that's that's not what we're going to get into today because there's there's a lot of other people I think that can talk a lot more uh, at length at that. But as you said, Shane, that these are campaigns that just used the platforms extremely well. They weren't just an ad as part of a campaign put on a social platform or uh, or something like that. It was there. These were kind of they lived and breathed in a very native way on the on the platforms that were used. Completely. Okay, so uh, let's uh, jump into mine first. I'll cool. go first. Um, so I've sent you on the link there, Aaron. Lovely. If yeah. you you let me know when you're about to hit play. Yeah, I'm gonna hit play in now. When your source is located at the incredible, unique depth of 800 meters, and the face of your brand is a world freediving champion, then the inspiration to do something amazing and breathtaking isn't lacking. Yana Natural Mineral Water launched a new campaign, Deep Above All, that functionally and aspirationally delivered a message rooted in undisputed brand truth, depth. Goran Cholak, one of the best freedivers in the world, literally connected the two sides of depth, a real one and metaphorical one, one that is within all of us. His one-of-a-kind, breathtaking example continued to live on social media. Seen through his eyes, a unique Instagram profile was created. The deepest Instagram profile ever. Consisting of 160 rows of photography, a single visual representing an 800-meter dive gave people a somehow peaceful yet so interesting place, a grid to visit. Filled with facts about diving and sea depths, also delivering key messages from the campaign about depths connected to Yana Water and ourselves. The profile once again established that Yana is deep above all yeah so um yeah. what well, what we might do now is we might actually i've sent you the link to the actual profile itself so we can have a look mm. i would jump onto it there see what you think so like I what i really like straight away yeah you love that three image look um this is by Sachi and Sachi Croatia. So one of the main reasons I was happy to show the video was the pronunciation of Jana, the pronunciation of the diver, Goran Kolak. Um, I was looking into it, I was like, oh, there's got to be an easier way. But uh, yeah, so what I thought was really cool about this is the brand identity of, of Jana is about essentially eight, the water coming from 800 meters down and the amount of minerals it collects as it moves itself up to the spring so it's just cool that they were able to tie that for the actual brand it being a kind of a big thing or a big unique selling point for the brand to something visually very interesting you know what i mean it's 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 like i uh, and to use a space instagram which traditionally can be quite shallow um with regards to clicks and likes and and what your experience would be um, I like that they made a destination. So, like, yeah. 
if you actually go through and we scroll down through each of them like i love that there's facts on each of the depths like eventually you get to a depth that um no diver can go through to eventually it does just turn black um i love i love that change in color uh from the light blue right down to the kind of the, where, where the light stops actually getting through mm. from the sun and, and getting darker and darker. I think that's that's a really cool change as, as you go along. I love that it's a it's a pl- it's a platform that's built a profile that's built on the platform uses the scrollability of the platform perfectly and then just leaves it. Do you know, as in, is not trying to add additional posts and kind of wrecking the pagination of all the squares and the tiles. And what was cool about it as well was, I felt like I was exploring. 800 meters so like if you go to 210 214 meters is the current free diving world record and when you think about that so that's what a free diving person would be seen at that depth which is insane that's pretty nuts and it goes down to like when the lower you get it's like this is the depth a a blue whale has ever recorded or you know what i mean stuff like that like the biggest scuba diving depth 332.35 meters so like it's just yeah i just really liked it i thought it was a cool way like a water brand it's difficult to really activate um and to differentiate yourself i just thought it was cool that they did something interesting somewhere where you could go and they kind of played and kind of tongue-in-cheek went against instagram but at the same time went with their own brand identity you know what i mean if you were to say i want to show my brand's depth you wouldn't go to use instagram <laughs> it's 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 a bit of a risky one as well when you think about the current climate of you know environmental action and uh, sustainability mm-hmm. their water brand which their product is inherently in single-use plastic uh, containers and they do a campaign purely about water and the purity of the depth and all yeah. that kind of stuff so like yeah you'd be easy enough able to mock it up by just as you go down putting little pieces of plastic <laughs> that you could see yeah it is and like I'm, I'm i'm sure that probably came up with the brand and the agencies yeah. when they're doing it and to be honest it didn't strike me when i was watching the the case study you're going through the the, the profile but just thinking about it retrospectively it's uh they sidestepped it um nicely I'm, but also you could see why I'm this sh- should be open to i'm sure with. though as a brand as all those brands do have is they'd have their response you know what i mean if we were to go onto their website they'd have their green response that like 90 percent of their bottles are recycled or something like that um, so they'd have their answer they definitely wouldn't have gone out if they were exposed you yeah know what i mean you're probably right yeah and actually they was it was striking me the um struck me was the the case study video mm-hmm. it felt like i was like in the pitch meeting uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the words they were using like literally conne- connecting one depth to another and all this like it's like yeah. You can you can you can see the pitch happen in front of your eyes, and they just regurgitated really, that into case study video. And really, it's just cool. It's like let's just do this. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like how do we how do we sell this? Um, that was one thing I wanted to ask you, and I was going to start asking you in episodes. Was uh, how would you pitch that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a good bonus uh, bonus episode. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's it's definitely a hard one to get across, yeah. but. Um, Oh, I thought it was really cool. And they, they it obviously was very successful for them because they did a second one, which is they get you to turn your phone and you go up into space. Awesome. So I didn't look into that one because I was like, I don't know how that ties in with the brand. But um, water from space, unless they started getting water now from asteroids or something like that. But um, 
So, um, but it did look. I had a quick look at it, and it's it's just cool. It's cool once again just to engage with people and get them to move their vo- their device like Andrew Schultz does with um, his Instagram videos, like turn your phone real quick and stuff like that. I just think it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's a cool way to use the space, and I like the fact that they didn't muddy the waters. Forgive the pun of that profile by trying to do something else with it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was just for that they didn't post anything else on it. The the Instagram profile is a microsite, for lack of a better better yeah. word. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a cool way to do it. It's a cool way to do it for sure. Um, cool. Well, uh, we might move on to uh, my one then. Yeah. Cool. Um, great. Uh, so you tell me when you're ready to play. Um, I am. Oh, I'm playing now. So that's the Louise Delage campaign. That's from uh, 2017, I believe. Um, so the, the whole premise of, of that was they set up Louise Delage as a, as an influencer. Uh, they grew the profile uh, really quickly and got a lot, of, a lot of followers. But in every single one of her posts, she had an alcoholic drink in her hand or in the picture. Um, so they basically kind of, it was it was pretty cool way of using Instagram the you know the showing life as uh, you know true rose tinted glasses the way instagram does uh, but in every instance you're you can actually see that she's a, a she's addicted to alcohol without realizing it because of, of you know it's easy to miss and and really good really good way of bringing that to life it campaigned it massive um got international appeal uh, got on articles from like the Guardian on loads of kind of talk shows and really kind of sparked the whole addiction kind of conversation and kind of being able to spot it and stuff. But I just thought it was a really cool way of using what is at the heart of social media, putting that best form forward and kind of flipping it. Yeah, no, really cool. At the start, I was like, it's funny. Uh, I didn't notice. I was like, the minute I was like, did they know what they're liking? And I was looking at the captions. I was like, is she like... <laughs> secretly racist is it like what is this gonna be is it like gonna be gun violence um and i I couldn't see it i I thought then potentially like loneliness because every picture was by herself or something like that but um then when they do they start to cut it and speed it up you're like she's drinking but like i so like that just shows how little we're aware of stuff like that i was looking out for some common denominator that i could not spot (laughs) <laughs> that she had you're alcohol. actively trying to, to crack actively the trying to piece it together because i knew something was coming um yeah really cool like I'd, I'd be really curious to see um how they took that then and like actually made a difference potentially with it further on yeah like 
like with the campaign like it's a really cool execution as a cool step one to be like trick all these people into liking this influencer and they don't even see the pattern and then it's step two but she was outed then as a as a fraud because she yeah she wasn't a real person um Mm -hmm. so then that that was basically start of a massive pr campaign around addiction awareness uh but using that this this is a fake instagram profile that thousands of the uh, thousands of people like and follow and stuff like that Mm. so that was a really good way to kind of spark spark the campaign in terms of you know the campaign wasn't the everyday photo of her going up it was the outing essentially and that's that's what what started the conversation got panel shows talking about it all that kind of stuff there is a there's a can case study video on it as well um but it chose to show the ad because I think it's it's more impactful just seeing the ad without the kind of yeah, yeah. the the additional stuff. So just thought it was really cool because like I don't know about you, Shane, but when you think of social campaigns, you just think of a lot of kind of like Super Bowl ads extended that are used on social mm-hmm. or like the John Lewis ads that are uh, Christmas time and stuff like that. Where it's kind of it's kind of nice to see campaigns that are just literally using the profiles or the the platforms to their. To, to what they are and kind of the mm. DNA DNA that's w- within them and using that as the campaign as opposed to just posting a nice video on it trying to make people cry or whatever yeah I completely agree and that's weird that we both essentially choose, chose something that did that yeah yeah uh, in different ways but like um, I think what that really shows is yeah it's it's not a one size fit all when you have a creative concept I think a lot of the times and due, due to time constraints as we know from from previous campaigns and and due to budgetary constraints you're like right this is what we want to do okay we need to get across as many platforms as possible whereas really if you had the time to sit down and think of every single platform individually you'd probably tweak stuff a bit better towards you know be it instagram be it facebook be it twitter like Mm. the fact that instagram facebook and twitter are treated pretty much the exact same on most social campaigns when they're very different. Yeah. The audience is very different. Well, these kind of campaigns on them. feel like they're like built specifically for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not a case of we have a, an above the line media campaign, we have our TV, we have our radio, now what can we do on social? This felt like it was, okay, this is what the problem is, here's how we need to solve it, let's do it using this idea on Instagram, for example. So it's like it, it lives and breathes there and then everything else was kind of auxiliary to that. And what's interesting is like much cheaper. Like I'd say that that like you take the thing I showed was not expensive, and what you showed is not. It's just photographs and dressing sets and stuff like that. Like um, you can get it done very quickly, um, and if you do something right, you will get the same reach you can get on a TV campaign, but you'll get a more engaged audience. But like it's funny, you can sacrifice initial bought audience for future engaged masses if that makes sense and i think um it's just looking at stuff differently and i just think it's really cool when you do see a brand or agencies that are willing to um actually pitch that be like this is what you need to do here's the approach we want to do and this is the overall plan of how we think you need to approach it who who made that sorry that um uh, that was that a agency called betc they're they're uh, an agency in paris in, in france because it was a french campaign mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe um so so they they're the ones who came up with that i think it was it won it won a good few can it got a silver d a d d 
DNAD, um, and cool. yeah, it kind of it kind of did the did the award season and got it got its uh, got its results from it. But uh, mm-hmm. I I think yeah, just to, to kind of to to harp back to that point you made there, I think it is about it's not about let's use social to to fix this or you know to solve this brief. I think the brief was solved, and the best platform to make bring that to life was Instagram or you know whatever the profiles were first. So it's in case instead of just going. We have to have TV. We have to have mm-hmm. VOD. We have to have social. It was problem first. Solve that. Now, where does it live in its best possible form? And for these, I think that's that, that's Instagram and uh, for bold campaigns. Yeah, definitely. Okay, that's really cool. I think we'll uh, we'll call it a wrap for this episode. You happy? Anything else to say? No, I'm good. If there's um, if there's any comments on any of your campaigns, give us a shout. Drops a drops a note on, on social. Yeah, and as always, if you have yeah any campaigns you do want us to look at you dm us hit us up on social if you have any comments on today's episode hit us up as well happy to take any feedback and hopefully we will see you again take it easy bye bye